Welcome to Entertainment Rebooted. I am David, joined by Anthony. We are here to talk about some of our favorite things ever, and in that case, that is superhero video games. Yes. Um, we, uh, uh, I, I'm, and I'm sure Anthony is as well, but I'm a huge, huge Spider-Man fan, yep. and the very, very recent 20, well, five years ago, it's still recent, right? The 2018 yeah. Spider-Man <laughs> video game was really, really good, and so was its spinoff, uh, the Miles Morales uh, video game. Um, in preparation for the new Spider-Man game, Spider-Man 2, uh, featuring both Peter Parker and Miles Morales, we decided to band together and talk about our favorite aspects of both of the games, the Spider-Man 2018 game and the 2020 Miles Morales spinoff, and kind of compare the uh, both of them and really uh, analyze which one we liked more. Anthony, tell me, man, what started... Uh, what what led to that original purchase of the Spider-Man 2018 game? Was it the marketing that got you? Have you been a fan of Spider-Man for as long as I have? I would assume probably when the first Spider-Man was getting advertised, I was mostly playing on Xbox at that time. <laughs> so I wasn't really sure if I was going to be able to play it. I really I was looking forward to having the opportunity if I could. But um, after the game came out and I kind of saw the gameplay about what people were playing and what they were doing with it i ended up buying a ps4 so i could play it and yeah it was a very good experience playing that first spider-man game that is awesome actually i uh, i didn't know that uh at all for me uh, i grew up with, with spider-man and spider-man games for a while so they had this spider-man friend or foe psp game that i played with my brother like i don't know like 15 years ago yeah um that was one of my first ones and then Spider-Man Web of Shadows, and I believe came out in 2008. Uh, there were Shattered Dimensions, which inspired the Into the Spider-Verse movies and Across the Spider-Verse movies, mm -hmm. and who knows what the third one's going to be called now. Um, I grew up with these games and with Spider-Man in general, and I kind of just knew everything, really, just, just through osmosis by playing these games, watching the movies, and not reading comics, but reading or watching videos of people reading the comics. So I didn't, I didn't want to go out and buy comics, you know? Yeah. But I wanted to experience those Spider-Man stories. When the game came out, or was coming out, it kind of freaked me out, because it was like, whoa, this looks really good. Like, the yep. swinging, the oh. graphics, the, the golden hour look that is so synonymous with the Spider-Man movies that came out with Tobey Maguire starring. There was a lot of that kind of influence, and that really attracted me as, as a Spider-Man fan of those movies especially, but also of the character. Yeah. When the Miles Morales game came out, I, had, I was already super familiar with the character, and then, you know, the... the the, across the Spider-Verse and uh, beyond the Spider-Verse or and all you know all the all the Spider-Verses uh, those movies were coming out and so the character's super popular because of that and that really elevated the experience the Miles Morales video game experience for me so I already knew I was going to get that day one and then I did I pre-ordered both games and uh, pre-downloaded them and then played them at midnight release you know what's more fun than to critique and you know analyze our our uh favorite and not so favorite parts of both of these games here. We have, from my perspective, a lot of glaring differences in the story, the combat, the web swinging. In some cases, things are just better. There's no there's no arguing it. It's objectively better yeah. if you talk about both games, especially, and I don't mean to spoil our future conversation here, the web swinging. The web swinging in Miles is just better, but we'll get yep. to that when we get to that. Um, but you see what we're going for here. We're going to talk about both these video games and and pick which is our favorite. And I honestly think with the kind of work that Insomniac puts out, 
and is going to put out, I assume, next month when Spider-Man 2 comes out, that it's going to be pretty pretty hard to choose. Yep. Uh, so let's start at the most important part of any Spider-Man uh, character or design or however you want to portray this character, and that's the story. Anthony, I got to know, man, which one's better? Which one, in your opinion, is better? What are the strengths and weaknesses of both games? What do you think? I think the story for the original Spider-Man game, in my opinion, is better. It kind of follows the classic Spider-Man theme of him kind of learning about how to become Spider-Man mm -hmm. and what it means to become Spider-Man. That's not saying the Miles Morales story is bad by right. any means. Uh, I love that story too. And especially like the Christmas aspect of that Miles Morales story really drawed me in even more. But just the journey that Peter goes on throughout that first Spider-Man game, I think teaches even the player about why it is important to have like Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Right. I 100% agree with you. I uh, remember when the first game came out, the 2018 video game came out, and everybody was saying, and there were video essays coming about this, talking about this, but that the Spider-Man video game story feels like the story from the movies, the, yep. you know, especially the Tobey Maguire ones. I think, and, and they said this as well, the director, Brian Intihar, said this uh, in the lead-up to the launch of the game, was that the best Spider-Man stories are also the best Peter Parker stories. Yep. And so that it's not just about one one character, it's about both characters, you see what I mean? And that is m no more apparent than in this video game. It's it's pretty clear that this storyline, just for me, is better than the Miles game. Uh, I don't know if everybody knows this, but the Miles Morales spinoff game is, is shorter. It's like five hours long, I think I, I beat think it. I something around Yeah, there. five hours long. And the first game um, that came out just two years before was like 18 or 19 hours, something yeah. like that, uh, if you were taking your time with it on a first playthrough. And you can tell. You can tell that there are certain aspects that you could have gotten fleshed out more. For me, the Miles Morales villains aren't as good as the ones in the 2018 game, and yep. I think a lot of people agree with that, if I'm yeah. honest. Yeah. The Tinkerer was the main villain in Spider-Man 2. Or, I'm sorry, in, in the Miles Morales spinoff game, not in Spider-Man 2. But there was a lot of discussion on this first game when it came out on just how great that story was and how good of a job they did to separate both characters, Peter and Spider-Man, and also make them interesting from a narrative perspective. And I can't agree more in saying that that, that first game really knocked it out of the park in doing that. Yeah, there, um, There's a lot of ties to the story and what you do in game. For example, like one of the ways that you get briefed on your adventures and how things are going and reminded of current events in the main story in the first game is phone calls. You get a lot of phone calls from yep. from certain characters. One of them I won't spoil, but Aunt May is pretty obvious. You know, Aunt, yeah. Aunt May calls you. And that ties into the combat uh, in just a very small way. But when you get a phone call and then immediately stop a crime right when that phone call starts, Peter will say like, oh, I'll be right back. And then resume that phone call and say, sorry, I was like doing something or some kind of variation of that. Yep. And that really adds to the story because Spider-Man is out here doing Spider-Man things, and he's got the Peter st stuff going on, you know, the distractions, yes. the, the feast shelter drama or whatever, you know, things going on with Miles's character, who's, of course, in this first game as well, but not, not Spider-Man yet. The connections between that and how uh, the character of Spider-Man you really feel because it's also a Peter thing, and it's really, uh, it, they do a really good job of displaying that in-game. And the Miles Morales game does this too, but since the first game is longer, you really interact a lot more with this this kind of interaction. And yeah. when I first played in 2018, it blew my mind. I was like, wait a minute. During these phone calls, Spider-Man 
slash Peter Parker, he he talks differently if you're swinging versus walking. Yep. Like that, that blows my mind. Like that's insane. Yeah. And yeah, I I almost get emotional thinking about the ending, uh, which I won't spoil. Just in just in case people are replaying that first game for the very first time or playing the Miles Morales spinoff uh, for the first time in preparation for Spider-Man 2 that launches next month. The ending for both games genuinely may be emotional, especially the first one. I can watch the ending scene over and over and cry on command. And yep. I'm not joking in saying that. Just because of the emotion of it and the weight of it, you really feel it. And I, I'd say the first game did a better job of that, but both games are, are pretty pretty spectacular, no pun intended, oh, yeah. on, on both of their uh, their emotional heaviness. And it is really set up and built up throughout the entire storyline. I think that's what makes it so so compelling and interesting to play over and over again because there's so many things you can pick and piece out from playing in, on multiple viewings. It's just, it's an incredible video game. Yes. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Yep. Is there anything that you didn't like about the story? Because I can name out a few things, but... Pretty, pretty nitpicky, if I'm honest. With the first Spider-Man story, I it's not that I didn't like it. It's I preferred the actual, like, Spider-Man or, like, his aspect of, like, playing through the story more yeah. than the MJ yep. part. Um, I found that part a little boring. Um, <laughs> but it's mostly because I like the combat of being Spider-Man and dodging and uh, hitting all the opponents. Right. But yeah, that was mainly the thing I didn't like about the first Spider-Man game. I, I have to agree with you. I almost forgot until you mentioned that there was significant time dedicated to these missions. I think I, I forget about them because on repeat playthroughs, even just recently on PC when Spider-Man launched, which is incredible with mods, by the way, if you do the missions enough over time, you just learn how to do them really quick. Yep. And so I can just speed run through the missions and get them done. But I dread every single MJ sneaking mission and Miles sneaking mission. It's cool to play as these characters, but I think that was a pretty bad decision. And they acknowledge that. In the Miles Morales spinoff, they totally dipped that out the water. There was none of that, you know, yeah. uh, at all. So you didn't have to deal with any, any MJ missions, any stealth uh, shenanigans going on when all you want to do is just get back to playing Spider-Man. You know, yep. you bought the game for $60. You want to play as Spider-Man in yep. the video game that you bought. But... There was one, and I won't spoil it, but there was one mission for MJ towards, I think it was the last one you play. You're in a certain house, in a, in a penthouse, mm -hmm. and there was some story implications that uh, do set up some events that have yet to occur, and that was really interesting to me. And yeah. that elevated the story and took it in a different direction that I wasn't expecting because what makes this Spider-Man universe so unique in that it is almost entirely unique. It is, there is no, there's no mayor um, yeah. Norman Osborn as a mayor. That is not a thing mm -hmm. in any comic that, except in this story. Now, I think he's run for president a few times. Yeah. But mayor of New York has not happened before. That's a totally unique insomniac Spider-Man thing, which is pretty cool to think about because it fits so well. You know, you'd think Norman mm -hmm. would just have already done that in the past and comic runs and all that. But the direction that they take some of these missions is a little underwhelming, though I have to I, I have to agree. Yeah, it's a uh, pretty basic stealth mechanics. It's not it's not really fully fleshed out. And talking about stealth in general, the Miles Morales game just does a better job at it. There's more things you can do. Or you can obviously anybody's seen or knows the Miles Morales character or seen the movies. He can go invisible, which yeah. adds a lot in a video game where stealth is like 20% of what you do and fighting is like 80%. Yeah. In the Miles Morales game, stealth is like 50-50, at least for me in my playthrough. Yeah. I think that wraps up how I feel about the story. There's so many things that were missed in that first game that the second game did a lot better. The stealth missions were just distractions, but there was a few cool moments, but 
not really worth it when everybody just wants to play Spider-Man and that's yeah. all they want to do. But the characterization of Peter and Miles and MJ and Aunt May and even some of Spider-Man's villains are far more compelling than anything I see in a lot of Marvel movies even. I, I hate to criticize Marvel in this moment, but yeah, you're right. I, I definitely feel like there was, there was a lot of impact and lessons to be learned from that first game about you know greed and, and responsibility. I hate to, you know, pull the responsibility card out and say it in a Spider-Man, while talking about a Spider-Man story, but it's it couldn't be more true. Yep. The ending is amazing. The intro is amazing. The mid-parts are amazing. The set, the set pieces are amazing. Some of them were seen before the game came out. I think there was like an E3 showcase where mm-hmm. you know, there's the helicopter mission, yeah. which they changed when the game came out. But anyway, you know, it was amazing just playing through that game for the first time. And I wish I could take myself back, what, five years ago? Yeah, five years ago. A little bit over five years ago now, because September 7th, I think, was yep. the release date. I think so. Yeah. And I wish I could take myself back and play that for the first time again, you know? Yeah. Is there anything uh, anything that you're... That, am I missing something on this story? Is there anything that I, I forgot to point out? You already pointed out the MJ missions, and I totally forgot about that. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, he's right. Yeah, again, I think with the MJ missions, they could have... Gave her, like, her own set of abilities. Yeah. So, like, not really, like, fighting, but, mm-hmm. like, stuff that MJ would do. Yeah, so, like, like espionage. If, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's not all just, like, stealth. She has, like, her own purpose right. in the game, too. But other than that, I think you hit the nail on the head <laughs> for that first Spider-Man story. Yeah. I, they, they tried to do that with Miles being, like, the hacker. Like, he had the app or yeah. whatever and mj had the remote attracting thing but that's mm. every video game that has stealth mechanics kind of has that so it, yeah. it's it kind of falls flat on its head story is really important in spider-man games don't get us wrong but the one thing that spider-man probably does more than anything is stop crimes and so that leads to combat the spider-man combat uh, in general i think is pretty fantastic obviously influenced by previous superhero action games such as the Batman Arkham series, which I'm also a big fan of. I don't know, I don't know about you, Anthony, but... Yeah, I've never played that one. Uh, Spider-Man was my first like console uh, superhero game, so that kind of got me into this uh, style of combat. Right, and... yeah. I played the the Batman games when they came out. That was... Everybody credits those as the, the Batman Arkham series as like, the best and uh, the start of the superhero video game. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of terrible superhero video games in the past, and then there was there was a few diamonds, such as the Spider-Man 2 movie video game, which came out, uh, I believe, a few weeks before the movie came out, if I'm not mistaken. They used to do that. They used to release the Spider-Man, or, or sorry, the movie video game before the actual movie came out so you could spoil the story. It was silly. Yeah. It was a weird time to be alive back yep. then. But the uh, the combat, though, for the Spider-Man uh, games is, is inspired by the Batman Arkham series and it's pretty apparent while playing it but it's different enough that it feels like it's its own thing you know Spider-Man and Batman are very different heroes you know Batman's more brutal and brutish and slower and sluggish and Spider-Man is of course the most acrobatic superhero I can really think of yeah. flipping around kicking people and uh, more importantly swinging in the air which is like a huge part of the combat in the game uh, for me I though I even though I'm talking so good about how the uh, the combat is in the Spider-Man games. I do think that there is an objective difference between both the Miles Morales spinoff and the 2018 Peter Parker-focused video game. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, Miles is cooler. Yeah. I like Miles more, you know? Yep. Uh, what do you think, Anthony, on the combat for these games? Like you said, the first Spider-Man game has great combat, but 
I also agree that I think the Miles Morales combat was a little cooler. The way they introduced like the Venom Blasts mm -hmm. and using like the electricity to do a lot of different things. It's not just punching them. You can raise them up in the air. You can right. ground pound them. Um, I think that introduction really kind of refreshed the combat system from the first game and made it a lot better. I 100% agree. I think the first game had... There was like eight or nine gadgets, uh, including the standard web shooters, you know, mm. and it kind of got overwhelming. There were so many things that I almost wish were just abilities that Peter had and not, you know, tech yeah. things. And they they streamlined it in the Miles Morales game. There's only four gadgets yep. and uh, you can go invisible now. And then the Venom abilities, like you mentioned, uh, which you you really nailed it in saying that it refreshed the combat because I totally agree. It, it made it a lot more unique, a lot more superhero-ish a lot more fantastical and more importantly i think a lot more fun yeah. um if anybody's played it and i haven't but if anybody's played that with a dual sense 5 uh mm -hmm. controller the vibration and the sensations that you get with the triggers the venom abilities take full advantage of that and even on a standard ps4 controller which is what i played the game on it still felt incredible and it never got old. The Venom Punch is the most satisfying thing I've ever done in a video game. Yep. And you can upgrade it throughout the story so it has like knockback and it can hit multiple people. The Venom Dash where you just like dash into them, grab their shoulders and flip them over your head and toss them. It's It only hits one guy and maybe other dudes that get hit in the blast radius, but it, it's still so fun. Yeah. Uh, the combat for the first game though, it misses those things, you know, and, and it doesn't have those abilities. and you can miss them quite a lot if you've played the Miles Morales spinoff and then go back to the original game. And there's a few other things that I had that same feeling for, but the combat for me hits the hardest. I, I think the Miles Morales combat is so much more, more fun and interesting, but it also has me excited for the next game, Spider-Man 2, that comes out next month. I've said this a few times already, but the hype that I have for that game is, is pretty high. And seeing a lot of the pre-release stuff that they've shown and impressions uh, people have started to play the game now not for review for review purposes but for preview purposes just to talk about the game and and upload their their thoughts on onto youtube i've watched these videos and i've seen these pre-release missions that they'll show and the combat is improved across the board not just for miles and his abilities mm -hmm. but also peter with the arms and of course the symbiote suit which yep. i don't even want to get started on how cool i think that is oh yeah but in general the combat for these games is really good but for me, the Miles, the Miles Morales, it's just so cool. It's just yep. so cool. How do you feel about that original game? I think the biggest complaint that I had for the combat was just too many gadgets. I never used them, and yeah. it felt overwhelming. Yeah, I think, like you said, the gadgets, there. I think there were too many. But I think the combat for when the original game came out, I think it kind of fit well because... Peter Parker doesn't have the ability to do like the Venom Blasts or go mm -hmm. invisible. So I think with like his set of abilities, they did as best as they could. But I think since Miles Morales has those extra cool abilities, that it made it more interesting to fight with Miles instead of Peter. Yeah, I I think that's the perfect way to really describe it. The difference is, is pretty obvious. And, you know, with the next game coming out soon, obviously you can play as both characters yep. and they expanded the move sets for both of these characters as well it's going to be pretty fun to have a conversation with people and ask them what's their favorite spider-man character to play but uh in, in this new release that's coming out but for the spin-off and the t original 2018 game i think it's most people would say that playing as miles is more fun yeah another thing that i think is more fun and 
I almost hate to say this because I like Peter more than Miles in a general perspective. Mm-hmm. I just grew up with Peter, and yeah. there's more content regarding Peter than Miles currently at the moment. Uh, I almost feel bad to say this, but I think the the web swinging yep. in the Miles game is just yep. objectively superior in every way, literally every way. Yeah. What are your thoughts on on the web swinging in general for Insomniac's games, and as well as the spinoff? I think with the first game, it was more of like a generic like web swinging that they knew that they had to get it right. And they did mm-hmm. for that time, and it fit Spider-Man. But when they released Miles Morales, I think they felt the need to yet again like refresh it, like they did the combat, and they added the swinging, so it made it more like kind of fluent, and it made it more personal to Miles Morales. Like he has a lot of his own like moves. Like when you're swinging, he'll go upside down, or like he'll spin around and do flips. And I think that kind of makes it better than the original yeah. web swinging from the first game. I, I 100% agree. When the uh, the first game was coming out, I remember there's a big complaint about air tricks mm-hmm. and how little there there was for the air tricks in general. And then they added them. They added air tricks in the game because of what people were saying. And they're very basic. Yeah. There are like some corkscrew maneuvers you can do. But if you played the Miles Morales spinoff, the, and there's like front flips you can do as well. There's, there's tricks, don't get me wrong. But the Miles Morales game, and now the new one as well, blends these tricks in the animations mm-hmm. so that the swinging is like almost in tune with those those tricks. And it yeah. looks spectacular. It yep. looks incredible. And it feels incredible to play. And for that re- reason alone, on top of a few other things, that's what makes the web swinging in the Miles game better. The, the tricks add so much expression. And you mentioned how the original... A 2018 release is very basic mm-hmm. you know and and that is a hundred percent true after playing miles the miles yeah. spinoff yep. i still remember when i pre-ordered and played the midnight release for the original 2018 game watching videos of people swinging and pre-release content and then finally doing it myself i remember i was 17 or 16 years old and it was like one of the first things i ever bought with my own money mm-hmm. from a job was that original video game and this the first swing that I ever did I was like so giddy and you know happy with joy I yeah. never played a, a Spider-Man game that felt so good to play yeah. and it's a testament to the kind of work that Insomniac does to take what I feel is incredible and elevate that to the next level and then do it again with this next game that yeah. I'm sure is going to be even better we didn't mention Miles has the Venom abilities not just in combat but also in web swinging He has the Venom Jump and the Venom Dash as well. Mm -hmm. And that just adds another form of expression through choice. I think that is probably the biggest complaint. And what makes the 2018 game swinging so basic is that you're swinging. You know, that you're swinging. The tricks, a lot of people don't do them on a casual playthrough because they just don't look as good. But it's pretty basic. It's not as interesting. The choices aren't very relevant. It's go this way, go that way, you know. And there's the, the pendulum analogy that people say. It's like, how do you perfect Spider-Man swing? You just pretend like he's a pendulum. And, you know, yep. depending on where you release that pendulum, that tells Spider-Man how far he's going to go. You know, it's yeah. it sounds pretty simple, but I guess it's pretty hard to do because only, only one game, one or two games, I, I'd say, have done it as well. But it makes it really basic not having some kind of extra ability. And Miles can dash and jump in the air, which adds, it's so small and so simple, and it looks really cool. But it really does add that extra choice and thus that extra expression on top of the air tricks that makes the Miles Morales swing swinging so much more interesting. 
I think that, you know, we could talk all day about which swinging is better and how, how good one was versus the other for, for other aspects, especially, but for the swinging in general, I think that there's no contest. It's just, it's just miles, you know, it's, it is miles all the way. I think, uh, you know, for the swinging, the, the wall running and stuff and running across buildings was, to my knowledge, was like the first game to really do that well. What do you think? There was, because you could like do that in Web of Shadows and some of the older games. But I guess what I'm really asking is how, how fun it is, is it for you? Because what I do is I, I swing and I jump off buildings all the time. Like yeah. I'm swinging into them, jumping off of them. Do you do that as well? Is that fun for you? Yeah. Yeah, I like to swing into them and I like... To- like run up them and like jump off the top and then yeah. do like the moves and like the flips and then go back into the swings but i also like too how they added in the miles morales game um i'm not sure if it's in the first one but since the miles morales is kind of centered around like the holidays there's a lot of like wreaths and stuff on like signs and stuff mm-hmm. and i like how you can go like through them and like he'll, he'll move his body so he'll fit through the wreath yeah and I, that just kind of adds more i think it makes it spider-man's miles morales swinging a lot more interesting. I I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I remember in the first uh, the first no, it was the second mission because it was like a nighttime mission in the Miles Morales spinoff mm-hmm. and driving through and driving <laughs> swinging through um, on the streets and and going through those was really cool because you couldn't do it on those in the first game. You could swing through water towers. That was about it yeah. in the first game. You could also do that in the Miles game, but there's a lot more things to swing through in the Miles mm-hmm. game. Yeah. And that, that, again, adds to that expression and that choice that you can make. And I really, really hope in the next game there's just even more of that, those kinds yeah. of interactions. Because that's like a Spider-Man thing. It's like a mix of parkour and swinging. Like, there's there's no better game than that, you yeah. know, in my opinion. Yep. I think if you just, you know, you add some web swinging mechanics and some, some light parkour elements and you just have a perfect Spider-Man game right there. Yep. And the Miles Morales game takes us one step further into that direction and thus makes the swinging even more expressive, more fun. And and just better i yeah. can't even i can't say anything more other than miles morales swinging is just better it's just better you know yeah. yep in terms of m- the miles character and uh, as well as peter's character obviously peter's had you know decades and decades of of lore and spider-man media uh, driven behind him but miles not so much uh, he was made in the uh, late 2000s by brian michael bendis and a fantastic comic book person in general uh, he's, you know, he created that character and made him as interesting as he is. And now he's being picked up by Sony and having all these movies about him and, and the video games. The characterization for Miles is really good in general for both games. Obviously, he's in the game, the first game, but he's not Spider-Man yet. You see how that develops, but he's not Spider-Man yet. The uh, spinoff game, he is now Spider-Man. He's a younger Spider-Man, though. He's, he's got some mistakes that he's, uh, he's yet to make. The characterization in general for these games, I think is, and this ties into the story quite a lot here, I guess, but the characterization for both of these people, these spider people, is just fantastic. I think Insomniac's direction, not just for these two main heroes, but also the villains and the side characters, such as MJ or Miles' mother and and father, the characters are are pretty fantastic. What do you think about that, that aspect of these video games, the characters? I think, like, they wrote the characters out very well. I know when I first played Miles Morales, I wasn't too familiar with the character. Um, I saw Into the Spider-Verse at that point, and it made me really interested into Miles Morales. But the game kind of fueled that even more, and it taught me a lot about, like, who Miles was and 
why he's different than Spider-Man, even though they both are Spider-Man. They're both two completely different characters, and I think Insomniac wrote them very good. I think they wrote Peter so that he is more reliant on, not reliant, but like focusing on Aunt May. But with Miles, he kind of just does his own thing. Obviously, he wants to protect the people he loves, but he does um, what he thinks is right. Right. I think you saying that he does his own thing is ties perfectly into the message of the second the yeah. Across the Spider-Verse movie. You saw that, right? Have you yep. seen that? Yeah. Yep. And if the audience as well has seen that, you know that that's kind of what Miles is all about is the right thing doing the right thing and doing what you feel is is best in the scenario and that's such a spider-man quality in general is to do the greater good you know the the save everybody kind of mentality and the characterization in the miles morales spinoff game really nails that especially with the ending i i hate to say boss battle it sounds like so video game-ish it to me but the ending boss battle is really cool and the there's like, I mean, obviously, the final fight in any Spider-Man game is going to have some high stakes and some, you know, almost earth-shattering events going on, and that is exactly the same for the Miles Morales spinoff in a in a smaller form, not as much as the first game. Yeah. But this, because you know, this is a smaller scale story after all. But it never felt less intimate because of that. It it always felt more interesting for me, and the characters in general really elevate that. I do think the main villain and Miles Morales is pretty weak, if mm-hmm. I'm honest, compared to uh, what we got in the 2018 release of yeah. the Peter Parker, you know, focus story. Yep. Uh, the villain is just, it's the Tinkerer, and, you know, it's a, it's their interpretation of the Tinkerer, which is totally fine, but I just feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities with that character, and I almost wish they chose something else. And, you know, they chose that character for a reason. They had faith in that character. but And they take the character in directions that are pretty cool that, you know, tie into the first game's events in small ways, but in, in ways, you know, yeah. they, they definitely they definitely do something with that character. It's not uh, uninteresting to watch unfold, but there were a few things that fell disconnected, and I I couldn't really stay attached to that aspect of the story. The characterization, in my opinion, is just better for the first game. But the Miles Morales uh, character as a whole, and thankfully also due to the extended media with the the animated movies, really helps me stay motivated throughout the story so that I I feel like, you know, the Prowler, for example, we didn't talk about him yet, but the Mm -hmm. Prowler in in the Miles Morales spinoff is, it's very similar to what we got in the animated movie. And that's all I want. (laughs) You know, the the Prowler in that animated movie is, is amazing. And I think they just really jumped off of that. And, you know, that's kind of how he is in the comics as well. The the ultimate universe where Miles Morales was born. But the Prowler in general is a pretty hard character to really nail. Someone who's very stern, but also loving. Somebody who is, is very protective, but also wants you to go out and experience the world and be yourself and really do what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Aaron the slash the prowler just is a hard character to do in general and i think they nailed it again with insomniac's interpretation yep i think and it almost sounds too objective to talk about something so artistic such as like video games you know now they're they're really quite the art form i guess the most literal art in these video games is how they look the the graphics you know i i hate to you know poke fun at (laughs) what is undoubtedly like hours and hours and hours and hours of work to make these games look as spectacular and as fantastic as they do 
But what are your thoughts on the environments and, and the art direction in general for both games? Because I have my thoughts, but I'm curious to hear yours first. I think the art in the first game was really good. It was realistic enough to make you think that you were in New York and yeah. you were Spider-Man. But then, like, if you looked closer at it, you kind of started to realize, okay, yeah, it's not as realistic as some of the other games. But with Miles Morales, I think that they focus a lot more time on the graphics and the art because, in my opinion, it looks super realistic. The art and, like, the way everyone looks. And I know they had more technology since they made it for the PS5. That's right, launch so title, they, yeah. Yeah, so they could do, like, the reflective surfaces. And it just, all of that um, extra technology, I think, made the graphics even better for the Miles Morales game. I 100% agree. Do you prefer... So, in the Miles Morales game, you know, there's the snow. And, mm -hmm. and it's set in the winter to kind of differentiate the games from each other. What is your preference? Do you think the snow looks better or the, the classic, you know, um, no snow? I think that the classic no snow has been used a lot True. throughout, like, a lot of different games, not just Spider-Man. So I think, like, with the snow and, like, the holiday theme, I think I prefer that one. I agree 100%. In the Batman Arkham Knight video game that was set in Halloween and you didn't really feel it at all, this game, and it's pretty hard to not feel it, but it has such a cozy winter vibe yep. with the snow and throughout the different times of day. There is like a, a sunset daytime in the Maz Morales spinoff that has like this pink sky. Yep. And I was I would like go to the tallest building and stare at it for like 15 minutes and then jump off and, you know, be yep. in photo mode on my PlayStation and, and just have a blast taking pictures in the video game. Yeah. I think the art direction for that Miles Morales spinoff game is just a million times better. The snow adds so much, and it's simple. Like it's it's snow. Yep. <laughs> it's not it's not like anything crazy. But and maybe I'm biased because winter's my favorite season. But I think that just really settles it for me. If I'm honest with you, adding that extra interesting element to an environment as important as New York, and especially as important for a Spider-Man game, you know, New York is kind of where you set those video games. Yep. Having the snow adds that extra wow factor that makes the graphics so incredible and the art direction so incredible and it makes it even more fun to swing through because you know who doesn't want to swing through a pretty night sky in new york with you know snowdrops just falling everywhere i feel like the and you, you mentioned the characters i feel like the characters look absolutely stellar there mm. is a lot of so like the main villains in the miles morales spinoff have this purple light to them that yep. you know it's kind of fits with the technology theme and there's a lot of cool like particle effects that they do and i'm sure is, is, is something that they develop through that new technology that you were mentioning and you can clearly tell that yeah. they put a lot of work into how these characters look and i'm sure that they knew that players were going to go in photo mode and you know go straight to their faces or to their to their armor or to their weapons even and kind of pick and, and prod on the details and really you know look at how these designs were made from an artistic standpoint and you can clearly tell that they knew that that was going to happen because of how great things look on that department. The art for the characters, the art for the sky, even the buildings yeah. themselves, the reflections, like you mentioned, when because Spider-Man Miles Morales was a PS5 launch title as well as a PS4 game. They really utilized that technology for the PS5 with the ray tracing, the performance mode that was, uh, you could play the game in 60 frames per second on PS5, which yeah. I was really jealous about. And, you know, the instant load times, you would you know, exit a, a hideout and immediately start swinging into New York within less than a second. It, it felt instantaneous. And they're going to continue that with the next game. The art direction and the, the seamlessness of the world 
through awesome technology features through the power of the PlayStation 5 really elevate that Spider-Man experience and kind of keeps you in the action more. I, I think that yeah. the death of the, of the loading screen is is in our near future, and yeah. it definitely starts with Spider-Man Miles Morales and just yeah. how instantaneous everything is. I, I feel like the polish as well for these games is absolutely incredible. For the story, I think they could have worked a few few things and fixed a few character elements that I personally didn't like, but that's my opinion. The bugs, there's like none. <laughs> the game just plays really well, yep. both games. The combat is a little more interesting in the Miles Morales video game, but it's almost kind of up to you. The choices that you can make in the combat are all there. They're all interesting. I just think that the Miles Morales experience is a little bit more satisfying. The web swinging for both games is good. And we mentioned the basicness of the 2018 release, which is 100% true. It still feels great. It still it still, still feels well playing Spider-Man in a Spider-Man game. That absolutely stellar to play and experience. But the Miles Morales game just does it better, in, in my opinion, and in Anthony's opinion as well. It's just it's just a little bit more fun. Yep. And that's that's all what you know video games are about is is fun I guess. Yep. Is there any final thoughts that you have on both of these games and in general I want to hear what is what is your favorite in terms of both games they're different they're different lengths I think Miles Morales game is like five hours and yeah. you know the first is like seventeen or eighteen depending on how long you play what's your favorite what's your favorite I think each one has their own strengths of course but in my opinion I like the first Spider-Man game I played a lot of it on the remastered version when it came out on PS5 Wow so I didn't really play it straight through either I took a lot of breaks in between playing it so I kind of started on the PS4 and finished it on the PS5 but I think like by doing that like it always made me want to come back to it and like with that first Spider-Man game I think the story was a little better as well I liked the villains that they had in that first story there was a lot of villains in it and I think those were like a lot of the classic Spider-Man villains that people were used to Oh yeah, and I think the suits, in my opinion... Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. They had a lot more variety in the first game. I think that may be because we've been introduced to a lot of different Spider-Man suits throughout the years, whereas with Miles Morales, he's a newer character compared to Spider-Man, so we don't have as many instances of him in other suits than his normal red and black one. Right, and the next game, they totally nailed that as well. They said that there's going to be over like 60 something suits unique yep. suits in the game and then color variations for every suit which yep. is insane the workload to do something like that i don't know if the audience knows this but anthony owns a ps5 and i do not <laughs> so i'm incredibly jealous because the next spider-man game is a ps5 exclusive they're taking full advantage of the ps5's technology which means you have to own a ps5 in order to play it there's no you can't get around that there's no anything you, you have to have a ps5 what are your thoughts anthony since you Probably have your game already pre-ordered, ready to go, preloaded in like the next 10 days. Yep. What are you most excited to see about this next video game? I am super excited to see Venom and like the symbiote aspect of it. I know they said that it's not the classic take on Venom, so I'm excited to see where they take it. And I'm also excited to see how they implement the symbiote with Peter because I know it's going to give him like different abilities from what they've showcased so far. And I think that will help like update his character from that first game since he doesn't have like the electricity blasts or the invisibility like Miles has. I think that symbiote will make him more fun to play. So that way when you're going back and forth, it's not like, oh, Miles is super cool. And then, oh, I have to go back to Spider-Man who <laughs> doesn't bored, have yeah. uh, those cool abilities. Right. 
perfect. I, I, as somebody who's going to probably watch the game on YouTube or wait until I can get a PS5 and experience the game myself, I have to agree. That's the most excited that thing, that exciting thing that I could pick out from the game. The suits are going to be amazing, no pun intended. The combat is going to be so much better. The web swinging for both characters is going to be really fun. I don't think I've seen the, the Venom electricity abilities for Miles in the new game yet. I think they're, they haven't shown any of that mm -hmm. yet. But I know that there's like a slingshot move you can do and you yep. can go like like 120 miles an hour through the air. And, yep. and, and not exaggerating, it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Seeing uh, the, the new symbiote abilities in Traversal is something that I'm excited to see. They haven't shown any of that stuff yet. I don't think, but they're going to knock it out of the park with every aspect and make these two characters that both have the same name, Spider-Man, play as unique as they're going to is probably the, the one thing I'm the most excited about for this upcoming release. Yeah. Is there any final thoughts, Anthony, that you have on, on I guess, all three of these games that we're talking about today? Yeah, I think the two so far have been some of the best exclusive titles that I think PlayStation may have put out. They both have their strengths and they both come short in some other areas too. But I think they are both really solid games and if you play through both of them, it's gonna make you even more excited to play the new one that's coming out next month too. I can't have said that any better than what you just did. The Both games, yeah, like you said, they, they really hype up the experience for this next game that's probably going to be just as fantastic and a really huge home run for Sony in general as a as a video game retailer, I guess. Yeah. The exclusives for Sony have been amazing over the last, I'd say, seven years, mm -hmm. you know, with Uncharted, which is like one of the first games that I really beat and played, yeah. uh, the very original on the PS3. The God of War series, which got its really nice fresh reboot, and as well as the Spider-Man games, which got their own kind of reboot in a sense. The Sony experience in general is fantastic, and it's the only experience to be had on PlayStation, really. These experiences, these video games, these, these first-party releases that are exclusive to this PS4 and now PS5 console are absolutely stellar, and so are these video games. And I have nothing but hype, really, and trust for this next game and Insomniac to do exactly what they need to do, and that's make a third fantastic Spider-Man game. Yep. And that's it for us, right? I think there's there's no no other thing to say other than these three games are incredible. The third one isn't even out yet, and I'm already calling it incredible because I know it's going to be. I have full yep. faith. I think with that said, though, that brings our podcast to an end. Of course, we talk a lot more than just Spider-Man on the Entertainment Rebooted podcast. I'm sure that when the Spider-Man 2 game releases next month, we're going to sit down and have a chat about it, and Anthony's going to just tell me how amazing the game is and I'm going to tell him it's amazing watching it because I can't play it. Um, but we don't just talk about Spider-Man. We talk about a lot of things. We talk about anime. We talk about what's going on in the music industry, films, of course, video games, you know, any kind of entertainment in general. And I'm sure, you know, somebody's already talking about the Ahsoka series. And if not, I'm going to. There's going to be a lot going on in the next few weeks in the entertainment world, especially from my end with Ahsoka, you know, the Star Wars universe as a whole and Spider-Man and all these awesome superhero movies that are hopefully going to come out in this next couple months. If you want to listen to any of that and hear us meet up again and talk about the Spider-Man 2 video game next month, which is definitely going to happen, stay tuned on Entertainment Rebooted. And I hope everybody had a great day listening to us talk about Spider-Man. And I think with that, that is me at my highest point talking about what I love so much, uh, and that is Spider-Man, and I can't end this podcast on any better note. 
With that, I'm David, joined by Anthony. Yes. And that brings our podcast to an end. Thank you so much for listening, guys.